présente rapidement, je m'appelle Erika et je vous souhaite la bienvenue sur mon TV show, TV set, Hope is the New Black. Donc aujourd'hui, on va lancer le premier épisode. Le but vraiment du show, ça va être d'échanger simplement avec des amis, des personnalités peut-être. On aura aussi quelques invités surprises et euh, le but c'est vraiment de discuter de sujets d'actualité, d'être ouvert, d'être open, de vraiment parler avec un cœur ouvert. Et si je viens de dire le mot open, c'est parce que parfois, vous le verrez, j'aurai aussi l'opportunité euh, d'interviewer certains invités en anglais. Donc le show sera dans les deux langues, français et anglais, et tout dépendra. Euh, de l'actualité du moment. Donc euh, bienvenue sur ce premier épisode et aujourd'hui nous allons donc discuter avec Patrick et Eleanor qui sont deux amis qui parlent anglais donc <rire> préparez-vous à entendre le show en anglais. Hi guys! Hello! Hello. <rire> How are you? Great! How are you? I'm doing great too! Thanks. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. I am. Why? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but I know they're nice people there. So, yes, um, they are. I'm so comfortable and happy to be here. Congratulations on this show. Thank you so much. It's, it's like a dream. I know it was a dream for you. Uh, yes. Being here today is. Um, I'm so encouraged and inspired by you. Thank you so much. And I'm super honored to be on the show. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, guys. So maybe you can say a bit about you. Why are you in France? Because you're not from here. And then we're going to start. Me Eleanor first? first? Yes, okay. please. Um, my name is Eleanor Pierre. I'm American from the East Coast. And uh, why am I here is a super long story. But okay. it started with a dream. I always dreamed uh, to live in Paris and I was able to make that happen. So I've been living in Paris for about 11 years now. So I speak both French and English. It's great. Thank you. Awesome. And you? Hello, uh, my name is Patrick Boutsapou. I'm uh, originally from Congo, DRC. Uh, that is, um, I'm in France since uh, 2020, two weeks before the first lockdown. It was, oh. it was crazy. I, 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 the best time to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why am I speaking English? I'm from Congo and I'm in Paris. So uh, I lived in the States for a while in California, in Pasadena to be exact. Mm -hmm. And um, I came here for work, but also to, uh, yeah, for work mainly. So was it a dream for you coming here? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I love Paris. Okay. I love Paris, but I, I, I never dreamt of living in Paris. Mm. I loved Paris to visit and stuff, but then I think what brought me here is love. Oh. My wife loves Paris, and because I love her, oh. I love Paris now. I'm so much in love with Paris. Yeah. She, right. made, she made me fall in love with Paris. Good. So I feel this is a great transition for the topic of the day because today we are going to talk about love. So as I told you guys, this is the first episode of that series on love, but we will have at least three episodes. Patrick and Eleanor are my first guests. And because you are my first guest, I need to ask you, what is love for you? What do you think? You had me start before, so now it's your turn. <laughs> when it's fun, it's my turn. Okay, love. What is love for me? I, I, I've just said that I, I came here for love. Uh, right. So, love. What is love, by the way? For me, love, it's what makes you want to do things you wouldn't do by yourself and for yourself. Uh, 
I speak French, as you all know. And in French, uh, love is amour, yes. which comes from Latin amor, which means sans more. Oh. So, aimer of loving is wishing no death to the other person. So when I say I love somebody, I, I don't want any death to happen to them. I, I want all the best and I'm ready to to do what I can to bring the best to their, uh, f- I mean, into their lives. Uh, so that's why I'm saying I don't have like a, a clear definition of what love is, but as we go through this topic, we will find more words to express and to, be, to put around that uh, concept of love. So for me, it's, uh, it's the thing that makes you fall in love with Paris if you did not <laughs> at first. Okay, thanks. Um, love for me uh, is an action. Uh, it's a choice that you make. Mm-hmm. Like you made the choice to mm-hmm. love Paris because you love your wife. It's a choice that you make every single day. It's um, in the actions that you um, embrace every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that you say once mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know what, uh, t- today I don't feel like it, so no. I don't love anymore. Um, and uh, the third thing for me is it's acceptance. Acceptance mm-hmm. the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about, you know, oh, well, if you just tweaked this, then maybe I could love it mm-hmm. or you or something like that. Or even me. Um, it's acceptance of who the situation or the person is at the time. Yes. And that it may change, it may not change, but whatever it is in front of me the way it is right now that's what I love why did I go fast <laughs> I wanted to say the same thing that's so good thank you so good. I was channeling you that's that's mm. a, you gave me the idea and then I, I just said it <laughs> yeah I usually do that <laughs> it's fine it's fine you will have time catch up yeah. so there is a great definition of love that I like. I really love that this definition actually. And this is right behind you guys if you want to have a look at it. I won't say from where it's from. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> but the definition is love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self seeking, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Do you think that definition is still relevant today? Is it possible to love that way today? Uh, I think it is still relevant today. Um, I mean, those words are... (laughs) Decades, I mean, so many years old, but mm-hmm. it still holds true today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's easier to follow those words when you find the right person to mm-hmm. uh, embody that the spirit of those words. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, it's uh, it's very much part of the definition and I really believe that love is not just those words and not just what I said <clears throat> not just what you said it's mm-hmm. the ensemble mm-hmm. of everything I can't mm-hmm. remember who said this but that um, someone said you know the creation of the universe is love mm-hmm. 
so love encompasses so many other things but yes that is part of it yes <laughs> yes i'll say that i agree i agree because i don't see how it will be love without this it's more than this but it definitely have this as part of it uh, mm -hmm. like we just said love is more about the acceptance that you're talking about the choice that we're talking about and this if i may add on that the love is more about the other person that we love is has nothing to do with us i mean it does but we don't love for us mm -hmm. we love for the person that we have um next to us the person that makes us want to leave out these things you i don't see how this will not be relevant and still call it love it will be but something else okay because whenever it is love it brings in most of these things i mean all of these things and more mm -hmm. it brings it all all of these things and more this is true what i love also at the end of that definition it's that it's talking about protection trust hope and perseverance i feel like this is something that we need all to have within us to make sure that that love is sustainable Definitely. I agree. Um, not only within us, but also for us. Mm -hmm. If we have protection around our time, around our energy, mm -hmm. then we will have protection for other people that we love. Mm -hmm. If we're kind to ourselves, then it's easier to be kind to someone else. Mm -hmm. So right. the, the, the last um, um, virtues that are described, mm -hmm. we first, I believe, must embody them in mm -hmm. ourselves. Totally. It's a great point. It is. It is, it is. So I don't know if you guys know about it or if you are, you know, on social networks, but there is that theme about black love. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yes? Mm -hmm. So do you believe what does it mean for you, black love? Please tell me. <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> what is it? Okay. I mean, the first image... Hmm that um, I have when I hear black love is Michelle Obama and um, Barack right. Obama. Yes. I mean, yes, that's the pinnacle. That's what we would all <laughs> love. But I mean, we only see the outside. There's also an inside. Mm -hmm. But um, I truly believe that when you have, um, I may not say this correctly, but when you mm -hmm. have, um, um, shared experiences and those experiences are hard mm -hmm. that you grow you can grow closer together and I feel like you can see that from when he was a senator to when he was president and even after yes. you can see how their love just kept growing and it wasn't just oh you know now we don't have kids in the house now what are we going to do mm -hmm. it was now we don't have kids in the house let's go out yes. now we don't have to oh, have yes. a um, um, secret service and you know these people following us let's you know take a trip let's do this let's do that and I love to see the way that their um, their their love grew in the spotlight and I love to imagine how their love grew outside of the spotlight, spotlight yeah. so being able to be two amazingly intelligent driven people and still take all of that all the positive the negative and still 
like meld that into the relationship and make the relationship stronger. Um, I believe that that type of love is what we all aspire to. I hope. <laughs> I know yes. I do. <laughs> I do too. I do, yeah. yeah. I, I love black love. And uh, I've used the hashtag a few times on my social, social media. Okay. Uh, I'll post something about myself and my wife and I'll hashtag black love because um, I, I believe in that with everything that uh, uh, Eleanor just said. Uh, black love is so inspiring looking at some of the role models like Michelle and Barack as mm -hmm. uh, we've just mentioned here but also s trying to see how people are working hard to make it work for them yes despite everything that uh, people might think out there what the media might say about these two people who are in love but seeing how they're working hard on making making it work uh, uh, which brings back the, the idea of a, of, of a choice. Yeah. They yes. choose to work on it and they choose each other, they choose one another and they make it work. It's, um, uh, I don't want to go uh, before we get there, but I want to say that love is a full-time job. And when you look at some black people who are working hard to make it, to, to, to make it successful, mm -hmm. it's so inspiring and it's... Um, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. We see some black couples and we inspire to be like them. We are inspired to be like them and to uh, follow after their footsteps. I love what you have just said about the fact that love cannot work by itself. Mm. You really have to put the effort in it, right? Is it something you usually do or do you have to do it? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about. I'll, I'll talk about my life. <laughs> I, I woke up Please this morning. Please do. I, I, I woke up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> so I remember waking up. There's a friend of mine. She just released a, a nice, a beautiful song. So she sent it to me. I was listening. Mm -hmm. Then I walked out of my room and I got into the living room. My wife was getting. Uh, she was preparing the breakfast. So I was, I was listening. I was playing the song on, on my phone. So I walked to her with the song. With my my phone, I just held her, and we Aww. started dancing, and we started dancing. So, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> it's I wanted to share that moment with her. I loved the song, mm -hmm. and she was there. Yes. And I love her. Yes. So I wanted to to experience that 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 thing with her. And those are some of those little things that makes love grow. Mm -hmm. And why am I sharing this? It's because. Now I'm talking about my wife, but yes. if you ask me when did I start loving her, mm. I can't tell you. Because mm. it's not like an event that happened one day, I know when it started. I know that I liked her, mm -hmm. but when, when did I start saying that I love her? Yeah, it wasn't like a snap it's, of the it, No, it, it was wasn't. It, but it's little these little things like what I did this morning, yes. and what makes it grow, mm. and then it becomes apparent we can see and say that there is love here because mm -hmm. of the little things that we do every day it's like going to the gym when you go today and you come back like there's nothing happening this thing is still here. <laughs> I was like, this is not working for me i've tried that i've tried that you get out of my head get out of my head get out of my head like it's not working it's not working then you're like i'll try again tomorrow so 
it's not bad going to the gym that makes you lose whatever you're trying to lose or gain whatever you're trying to gain. It's being consistent into that. The little yes. things you do every day that what makes it grow. If you don't want to put in the work, then you're not ready to uh, get into it because, as yes. I said, it's a full-time oh. job. Can I go back to something that you said before that you, you kind of just went over it very quickly, but I think it's uh, very important is that when, um, when you're working on a relationship, you're making it work for the two of you, not based on the, the um, definition or the expectations mm -hmm. of anybody else on the outside. Mm -hmm. When you're working hard for this relationship, it's your rules that you've come up together you've come up with these rules together mm -hmm. yes. and when you can say these are my rules this is my relationship i'm responsible for this mm -hmm. and therefore these are the rules and this is what i'm going to follow that's one of the reasons why i think black love is um, so inspiring is because we can make rules for ourselves mm -hmm. something that we've haven't been able to do mm. before i know my parents weren't able to say okay this is our relationship this is how we're going to do this is you know the rules that we're going to make it was okay society expects us to yes. be married mm -hmm. to have children to have a house and, and this is what we're going to do mm -hmm. so i think we're living in a time where we are so lucky to be able to say this is my relationship mm -hmm. this is the way that i want it to look this is the way that i want it to feel mm -hmm. and this is where this is what i'm going to be working towards so i just That's wanted to go back I, to I your like point that. i really <laughs> like that especially being having the freedom to decide what yes. works for you mm -hmm. it's not what the society wants for you it's mm -hmm. it's actually the two of you and that's what i like about it it's um if it works for you then go for it yeah yeah it's like a collaboration right yes we're in this together yes <laughs> it's definitely yes. like uh, music like there's somebody who writes there's somebody who sings somebody who composes somebody who plays music mm -hmm. um you know everybody has their role and sometimes mm. people pay, play multiple roles yes. but the song is yours yes. when you're finished with it it's it's uniquely your song now somebody can riff on it somebody can make another version yes whether it's better or worse is debatable but what you've created is yours it's unique and mm -hmm. that's what you should love you shouldn't be oh man that person they did it better maybe i should mm. yes doesn't matter. yeah doesn't matter what matters is that you're proud of what you've created and the actions that you've taken within your relationship like it amen <laughs> you say it yes that's really good okay great 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 also, there is something I wanted to ask you. I know that everybody is talking about being healthy, you know. I want to have a healthy lifestyle. I want mm -hmm. to have, you know, I want to be fit. I want my relationships to be healthy. And also in love, we are talking about healthy love. Like, do you feel like black people, you were, you were talking about your parents, mm -hmm. right? Do you think that this is something they have been taught to? Like how to love somebody in a healthy way? <laughs> Okay, I have to start with, um, as I am an immigrant, my parents are immigrants okay. uh, to the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, my parents come from Haiti. They come from a very small um, town in the, um, I want to say <laughs> Campania, but it's not Campania, <laughs> in the... Uh, uh, countryside. Countryside, thank you. They come uh, from a small town in the countryside, and in the countryside, there are rules for the family. Mm -hmm. okay? mm -hmm. My parents came from a place where 
Um, you know, my grandparents, great-grandparents, blah, 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 they all came from this one village. You get married, you take the piece of land that's right next door. So mm -hmm. all my aunts, uncles, blah, 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 they all came from that one little town. So there's rules. The man goes outside, he works. The woman stays in the house. She mm -hmm. cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids. You know, nobody ever said, okay, well, you need to make sure that you eat you know, uh, veggies, mm -hmm. it's just natural. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that, you know, you take care of yourself. A woman doesn't have to take care of herself. She takes care of the family. Yes. You have to make sure that, you know, um, when you come home from work, you, there's some outlook where you can um, de-stress and, no, a man works and then he comes home and he has sex with his wife and then he goes to bed and then he works again. That's mm -hmm. it. Like, there was no talk about what a healthy lifestyle was. Yes. It was either ingrained, so in the Haitian culture we have a lot of things that are ingrained, um, or it just never was talked about and I had to unlearn a whole mm. bunch of things mm -hmm. before I could learn what a healthy lifestyle mm -hmm. actually was. It's a whole bunch of little things. Yeah. It, it's, it's a really... Um, 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 a relationship that you have with yourself, with your mind, with your body, mm -hmm. with your soul. And uh, again, it's a choice. It's for yourself. And that's, to me, that's self-love. Making sure that you are healthy. Making that your responsibility, nobody else's responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's self-love. And then you can give that love to someone else. It's really deep and so good. I love that. Feel like it's really important to love yourself yes. first mm -hmm. in a healthy way yeah. and then you can start loving somebody exactly. else. That's true. Well, I mean, it's not a, um, okay, this is done, boom, yeah. and, and then, then yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, uh, for me it's parallel, mm -hmm. you know? Yes, you have to start with yourself first, but while you're starting with yourself, you can also, you know, love other people. I mean, you love your kids, you love your mom and dad, and you love your brother and sister. You yes. know, it's not something that, you know, you have to finish I go into my Step little one. corner. Yeah. yeah, I go into my Step little two. corner. I go and I figure out how to love myself, and then I emerge. All right, I'm ready. Fully, and I'm perfect. Fully, yes. <laughs> yes. Somebody for me. I'm fully perfect, and then I can give love to everyone else. Yes. I, no, that's no, not that's the that's process. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you actually get better by loving yes. other people. I agree. One thousand percent. It's a, it's a, it's one thing that I've learned. You, you think you are, you are perfect. But then you get into a relationship. <laughs> you realize that you've got a lot to learn. You have a lot to grow. So, um, I don't know what you mean. I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm perfect too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think... Thank you. Talking about healthy relationship, I like what everything uh, Leonel talked about. And it's... Um, even the, the concept of healthy mm -hmm. itself. I remember growing up in the Congo and... When you are big, not fat, they will say you're healthy. Mm. May I get to the West? When you're less big, then you're healthy yes. for some people. So, like, what I try to explain to my mom that healthy is not the same when you're doing well. When my parents see me like mm -hmm. getting getting space, yeah. like you're doing well. <laughs> Well. Again, He's using wall. all the PC words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. 
But then when you think on the other side, I'm like, no, you have to lose some space <laughs> for you to be healthy. <laughs> to be healthy, I'm like, okay, so what, what does it mean? What's, what's a healthy relationship? Mm-hmm. You, you talked about, even when you talked about personal health, you talk about things you need to do mm. to get there. Mm. But yes. also there are things you need to stop doing mm. to get there. Yes. Like you stop taking more sugar, salt, you control everything you take. So even when it comes to relationship, there are things you need to do and there are things you need to avoid mm. mm-hmm. to make it healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I can just mention three things that will make a relationship unhealthy, there's indifference. Uh, 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 <coughs> Indifferent. Keep going. Yes. Indifference in, in English. So uh, you, when you are indifferent and when you are, uh, you are like content. You, you feel like uh, the person. You just take them for granted. They're mm. here, and also some violence. And violence not necessarily physical violence, mm-hmm. but what you do with your actions, the small actions. There's one thing that I discussed with my wife uh, before we even got married. Is that it's easier for me to be nicer up there with everybody mm. and then get home and be very serious. Because mm-hmm. I can see that with family sometimes. Uh, I would make people laugh up there with so good, but then when you get home, you're trying to be serious. It's everything is serious. And I told her, I was like, I don't want to be that. Mm. I can yes. be that. Because mm-hmm. why do I need to be nice to other people but not to the people I love? Yes. Because Amen. sometimes what... I can afford to be not nice to the person I love because they are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You take them He's going to be my brother forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so whether I'm nice or not. And sometimes when you actually get that person, take that person for granted, you're like, whether I talk to her nice or not, she's there. She, mm. She's there. Mm. It's like you While take her for granted, you go, right? But when you go outside, you're like, if, I talk, if I'm not nice to my job, I'm a, to my boss, I might lose my job. Mm. So you've got if you feel like you've got something to lose up there, mm-hmm. but you've got nothing to lose here. Exactly. And one of the things that I try to remind myself, I'm like, I've got a lot to lose here. Yes. If this is not working, mm. I'm not doing well. Because whatever happens in this relationship that is part of who I am now mm. affects whatever I am outside out, out there. So violence can be in those small things mm. of taking this person for granted and just being content and like I uh, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. Mm. I, I don't care if you exist or not. I mean, whatever you do, do you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the things that actually makes a relationship unhealthy. So you try to uh, to talk about these things. And also they might vary from one person to another. What kills love for you? Yes. It's not necessarily the same that kills love for, for me. Yes. So it might be the same, but not on the same level. Someone will say uh, unfaithfulness is number one. Mm-hmm. The other one will be like lack of respect is number one. Right. So when you are in a relationship, you want to make it healthy, have this kind of conversation. Like, yes. what, what, what is it for you? So that I may know if it's lack of respect, I know. Yes. Or like if this happens, it's killing it. And you know what it is for me. And then we work together to make it healthy because we... It is a relationship. I'm not in a relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. It's with somebody else and work on it with the other person. So everybody has the ability to do that, but they just need to, to choose to do that. Mm. We don't like hard work. Yeah. We like what comes easy, but nothing good comes easy. 
And the so best true. thing about love is that when you work on it, then you you can enjoy the outcome. Yeah. Because you know what you've put into that. And when you you you're trying to be healthy or fit or whatever it is, you work hard. <laughs> you want to get <laughs> some hamburger, and they're like, I'm not. <laughs> You do want to get so in the end when you feel fit and healthy, you 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 will enjoy that because yeah. you know what you put into that. Yeah. So it's all the work that you put in it that will make it healthy. Anybody can do it, but they just need to pay the price for it. I love everything you just said. You do absolutely everything you said awesome. was great. You guys are so cute. I love what you say. It's good. There was one thing again. You said something extremely important, and then you just went very quickly over it. Communication is so so important. Yes, what I wanted so to say. So when you mention, you know, um, uh, one person might take something mm -hmm. one way and another person might take something another way. It doesn't even have to be uh, such a big subject as yeah. respect or um, or something else. It, I remember I was in a relationship. Um, the guy was French. I'm American. I'm learning French, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I kept saying to him, ah, "N'importe quoi." N'importe quoi, n'importe quoi. And he would get so mad. And I'm like, it's That's just true. whatever. And he's like, word? no, it's not whatever. It's disrespect. Um, <laughs> no, okay. but they told me that n'importe quoi is whatever. Is whatever. <laughs> yeah. And for me, whatever is whatever. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, but whatever is, it means you're not listening to me yeah. or you don't care what I say. or yeah. da -da. I'm like, no, it's just what, like in America, whatever it is just, just whatever. whatever yeah. But in France, it yes. was this huge disrespect where he didn't even tell me, listen, L, you know, when you say something like that, that makes me feel, mm -hmm. he was just like getting mad and getting, and he would get mad and he would defend and, and, you know, if he had just told me that from the beginning, then I would have tried another word. I could have even said, okay, what word would be better? Should I just say whatever or, or is right. whatever also a trigger? Yeah. But when you don't communicate, especially when you're speaking two different languages, coming yeah. from two, even if you speak the same language, when you're coming from a different culture, mm -hmm. one thing might mean something else. And it might be the same word, yeah. but it has a different you know, meaning. Definitely. But it's also the same thing with uh, emotions. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I might feel this way, but to you, it might feel a different way. Yes. So, Let's discuss, maybe not at the moment where we're triggered, mm -hmm. but let's, you know, take a moment, breathe, and then later discuss what happened so that we can get to a point where we understand each other. Maybe we use different words or we use mm -hmm. different actions. But again, when you communicate that, mm -hmm. then you can reap the rewards of having that communication, being able to get closer because you now understand each other and you're not constantly triggering each other. Amen. Amen. I can it, say it too. Your, it was your concept. But you said it better. <laughs> you said it better than I did. Yeah. So this is actually a good topic. To me, I feel like communication is key. Yes. In yes. every relationship, actually. Yes. Loving relationship, family relationship. Work relationship. Everywhere, relationship, right? Every relationship. And for me, uh, this is just for me. I don't know if it's for anybody else. But for me... In order to communicate exactly what I want, I have to be 1000% truthful with myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't say anything to me that I don't believe is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if I make sure that I'm true to myself, then it's super easy for me to be true to other people. Mm -hmm. For me, 
I'm not saying that this is gonna you know work for for other people um, but uh, my friends know that I would prefer for you to be direct and honest with me mm-hmm. than to tell me a lie or to tell me an untruth or to spare my feelings yes um, I mean don't try to hurt me but I I want you to be truthful with me. I want you to be like, listen, Elle, you know, you said something that I wasn't quite sure how to take because, um, <clears throat> you know, in, in my mind, this is what it... We can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I welcome that conversation because if we keep resentments to ourselves, we're going to go further apart. Yes. But if we have the uncomfortable conversation, together we can move forward in our relationship. This is something I did not learn in my house. Mm. This was something that I had to learn very hard (laughs) by experience over years. This Mm -hmm. took. So um, I really also believe that communication is key, but key to communication is truth. Truth, yes. And it's one of the virtues from that. uh, Yes. The the definition we read that love rejoices in truth. Yes. And. I think true love is actually manifested where truth is. It's when we know the truth that we can say we love each other. Because I might love the idea of you, but when so I come true. to get to the true you, the true person you yes. are, do I still love you? Yes. So true love is actually where truth is. And if people, if people can be actually can learn to be truthful about themselves mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And be able to know what they're offering to the other person. Who is the person that I'm falling in love with? Mm-hmm. And that's the and and speak the truth into that. It's uh it's very important. I I know in business they say fake it until you make it, but <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I that, love please. that. I love <laughs> that phrase. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I use it all the time. Yeah. And yes, it has a positive connotation it and it has a negative yep. connotation. Right. I mean, if you're lying to yourself and you're saying, you're the greatest, you're the greatest. Um, sorry, I was just about to curse. And then, <laughs> okay. and then you go out there and you're messing up on purpose. Yeah. Then, it, yeah, that's, that is faking it to your making, yeah. but that's like the negative yeah. thing. But when people fake it in love and try to pretend to be who they are not and try not to show who they really are, it uh, it becomes because it becomes difficult to live a lie. It's and at so some point hard. When uh, the truth comes out, you can't manage that truth now because mm. you, you start wondering what was true about all this. So was it all a lie? Mm. Yes. Yeah, and starting from now that I know the truth, I'll start questioning everything else. Like, is this true or is it still faking? So it's it's very important to at least bring the truth and um, communication is key so mm. you, you communicate based on i mean who you are who you really believe you are and be able to put yourself out there can i play dev- devil's advocate for a minute please yes you can so like in a relationship right mm. um because i had this conversation with another guy he was like um you know um bringing flowers to a woman that's all fake i don't understand why uh-huh. women in you know um um, they think that this is important in a relationship, you know, this, that, the other thing. I think everybody knows the rest of the conversation. And what if that guy, mm-hmm. right, he falls in love with a, um, someone that he just met, and then he starts bringing flowers 
-hmm. Is that faking it? Or is that trying to become somebody, which is also faking it, but... Mm -hmm. And I think you see what type yeah. of question I'm trying to yeah. ask here. Is it something, is that a positive thing or is that something negative because he may or may not be able to continue that throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the relationship? That's, I think that's actually a positive thing because why do I think it's positive? It's because the question to ask is that why do I give flowers? Mm-hmm. Is it because I love them or because mm-hmm. I think she loves them? Mm-hmm. I don't give flowers because I love them. I might hate flowers, but if she does, I might be allergic to yeah, flowers. Yeah, I might be allergic to flowers. But if she loves that, she she likes the flowers. Mm-hmm. I will do it all the time because okay. the goal of love is to give. Mm-hmm. You, as I said, you love for what you're bringing to the other. Yes. You don't love for what you're getting from the other. Mm. So if you like that, mm. and I'm able to provide that, then when I'm providing that, knowing that I don't like that. I don't understand why you like them. I feel I, I actually feel it doesn't make sense that wh- why would I I need some plantains that that's banana. I yeah. love them. Yeah, instead of instead of flowers, give me banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will enjoy Then I'm like, yeah, give me a bouquet of plantains, I will love you. <laughs> but right. you bring me flowers. I love plantains. You love flowers. So when I'm giving flowers, it's not because I love them, but because you love them. Mm-hmm. So as long as I do that, I'm not lying because I'm doing what you like. Mm. Yes. I okay. might actually talk about that like, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see the need of doing this, but I feel like you love it. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's, not, it's not faking it. It's just being... Because you try to learn and, and see what the other person likes. Mm. And you try to offer that to the person. And... But the, 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 the other thing is communication. Because I might meet you and I see that you like a guy who, uh, who's so professional and this and that. And that. But then, so I'll pretend to be that type mm, of a guy. Mm. And that is not true. Just because you like that, that is not true. Yes. Because I'm not that. But flowers are flowers. <laughs> so when I'm giving this, it is true. But I don't understand. So I'll tell them, I'm like, I don't understand why you like them. Can you, can you explain? Can you mm. tell me? Mm. And even if they can't, whatever we're doing this, I know that I'm doing it for her. Mm. I'm not doing it just because I like that. And, but if I pretend to be somebody because I know that they like this type of a person, then I'm lying. And that is very negative. And you cannot manage that. Can somebody say amen? <laughs> no, not amen. But this is something I wanted to ask you because you're the man here, right? But I feel like women often will say something like, oh, I've met this guy. He was great. But the first question he asked to me was, oh, what kind of relationship are you looking for? Or what kind of man do you like? And then even if he's not that kind of man, he will do everything to be this kind of man. And then it's like manipulation to me, because if you're not like this, maybe I can get to know you more. And then I will see if I like you or not. But some guys, just because they're really into you at the moment, they really want to change who they are. And this is not genuine, right? And then, you know, reality always come back. And I'm not here representing all men. (laughs) (laughs) You're not? Did you tell him? No. You're supposed to be representing all men. The whole race? (laughs) Male. That half the population of the earth. You're here no. to represent them. Because I remember I have a good friend of mine. I love him and I respect him. But he said something. He was like, 
at the beginning of a relationship, everybody kind of fakes something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone wears their mask yes. at the beginning of the relationship. And it's okay. But that should not be the, the, the lifestyle. Yes. Because I don't want to... The idea is to be able to, uh, to give a chance to the other person to see who you are. Mm-hmm. There might be a small thing that might hinder them to see a big part of who you are. So I will give you a chance to at least see this big part as I reveal this other part slowly. Because mm-hmm. when you choose to love somebody, you need to be able to, to measure the pro and cons. But you have to, to have both. But if you, f- you find these negative things as first sight, Mm-hmm. that will not give you a chance to see these positive things, your choice might actually not have all the data in order to make the choice. That's why sometimes people... I know this is a hard thing, because I don't, I, don't, I don't know how long you're going to do that, and I don't know what I'm going to say is, why are you... How are you doing that as you don't mention this? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? But the thing is this, Try to give up the person a chance to see this, but then let them know that this is not all that you are. And then Absolutely. one of the things that I will do when you tell me about something that you like that I know I'm not, mm-hmm. I'll ask you, what do you like about that? Why do you like that? Mm-hmm. How does that affect you? If, what if you find somebody who has this and this and this? How does that affect you? So it's such a conversation. And then that conversation can lead to revealing some of the things or like, but I'm this and this, mm-hmm. but it happens for me to be this. Okay. And this is part of what you don't like. And if it's something that can somebody can work on, if I admit that I have this, but I'm trying. If it's something that I can work on and change it, mm-hmm. but I'm trying, but it's not something that I'm like, man, this is what I am and I own it. I don't want to change that, whether you like it or not. If it's something negative, that's something that can hurt the, the, the relationship, then you have a choice. Yes. If you choose to go on with this person, you know what you're getting into. If you choose not to say no, but it's... So there's, there's that aspect of not presenting everything at the beginning. Because again... Both ladies and guys, yes. we do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. We don't present the whole thing. Yeah. We go slowly. But that should not be the person you're offering. This first person that you're just showing. So do that as ready to open up as the relationship grows. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say. And I know men are saying amen all that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they are. I mean, yeah, it's nice to like the same things, but... You can't just show a whole other person. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, um, for me, a mask is different than being somebody yes. who you are You're not. not. Yeah. And <clears throat> being in this dating game, unfortunately, you are meeting people that are not. Because they believe that the only way to get a date with you is to be the person that they think you want. Yeah. This is a game that's going to spiral into something else yes for me i try my best to be the person that i am Mm -hmm. on a date (laughs) one of my friends was very surprised when i said um yeah this is the way i look when i go on a date what no false eyelashes no this no that not 
I was like, why? I'm not going to wear false eyelashes to bed. Like, this is this, this is, you. is me. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm funny. I'm intelligent. Oh, no, no, no. You can't tell them that you're an engineer. Why not? <laughs> I'm, I'm a, that's part of me. That's been a part of me since I was a kid mm-hmm. of being an engineer. Why, why can I not tell? No, 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 no. You'll be intimidating. I'm like, okay, listen. If this is not what the guy wants, then that's not the guy for me. Yes. If this is what he likes, then we can go on another date. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to try to, you know, become another person because, you know, uh, guys, you know, they want to see you all made up on the first date. I'm like, um, but you're not going to see that part of me all the time. You're, this is what you're going to see all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't like it now, <laughs> then you're not going to like it later. Well, let's not waste time. We can move on. So, um, so yeah, I do understand that there are some things that you, I mean, I'm not going to tell them my whole life story. Yeah. Of course, not on the first date. Just to the stranger. Right. <laughs> but I'm not going to, you know, also say, you know, oh, yes, I go to the gym every single day yeah. and I'm a size zero and I wear all this makeup and I, you know, I always, you know, put it. I mean, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I don't, for me, I don't think that I would prefer to put my energy in other things mm-hmm. and then to try to impress some, somebody with somebody who I'm not. And that shows a lot of insecurities when I'm trying to pretend to be who I am not. And you're lying. I'm not comfortable in who I am. Because mm-hmm. what, what I'm putting myself out there, it's the, the person that I am that mm-hmm. I'm putting out there. But if I'm not comfortable putting that person out there, then um, I'm not ready to, uh, to get in someone's life. There are things you mentioned about being an engineer. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was uh, uh, when I was still I am in school right now again, but when I was doing my masters a few years ago, uh, I would meet with some young ladies who were my friends who were doing their PhD then, and they were like, "Hey Patrick, whenever I meet an, a guy, I don't tell them that I'm doing a PhD." because yeah. they will feel intimidated. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel them. I understand them because a lot. Unfortunately, there's something that we've not been talking about. For years now, we've been talking about women being independent, and which is something that I applaud, that's something that I really support, that women can actually do whatever they want with their life, can become whatever they, they feel called to be, and, and all these things. But, and we've got, we've got a lot of people who have been speaking into that and helping women grow and become who they're becoming. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, men are actually losing the idea of being men next to this type of women because mm. uh, some men don't know how to be men next to a successful woman because mm-hmm. as you said in some of the things we learned in the, in the past mm-hmm. they are showing that my masculinity is shown through what I bring like a a paycheck. Yeah, the, the paycheck, yeah. what I'm providing and some some protections. I mean, there are a lot mm-hmm. of things. And then you you have next to you a, a lady that does not need anything. Like I mean, she makes more money that you, than you do. She's going she somewhere with house. her life. She's got her own life. And then we're like, <laughs> so what yes. am I? 
So you see a lot of men are like, what am I bringing in this, in this relationship? Yes. So we've got a lot of men who don't know how to be a man next to these amazing, successful ladies. And who are suffering from that? The ladies, they're being successful, they love what they're getting, but then they're not getting some of the men they want mm. because these guys feel like they cannot be men next to these people. So it's, it is a serious problem because a lot of men feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a... We need to talk about that as men. You really need we to. We need to talk about that and have the, the conversation of... of what what it might what, what does it mean to be a man what what does it mean is it is it the muscles that i bring is it the mm -hmm. paycheck that i bring what does it mean to be a man and what am i giving and bringing into the life of this other person so when we don't know that then we feel insecure next to per a person who's making more than i'm making or who's making the same or even little because that they still don't know they don't need me to be they can do their own things they can pay their own bills they don't need you so what am I bringing? So today we've got concepts of uh, positive masculinity and all these things mm -hmm. trying to help at least to, to create this conversation so that men may actually know and be confident in who they are and bring what they have to bring. Yes. I believe that every single person has something to bring to the other person. Yes. You might be a PhD today, but I still have something that I can bring to your life. Definitely without having any degree. Mm. So if I'm not confident that I can bring something, mm -hmm. I might not be able to approach you. But mm -hmm. if I understand who I am, I, I truly am, and I appreciate who you truly are with your PhD and every other thing, then I can see what you're bringing into my life and what I'm bringing there. And I'll be so confident and I will actually cheer for you as you grow. I'm like, that's my wife. That's my woman. I'm look, looking like you from that. She she good. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I will say Sorry. amen to that. <laughs> yes, we agree. But this is a good topic. I feel like we need to have a full episode on this one. Because I've heard two things. Some men are saying, yes, we don't know how to be men with this kind of women nowadays. And other guys would be, I don't care if she's successful. Mm. Like, I really don't care about her PhD. She mm. can have a master's degree or anything. I don't care about that. This is not what I'm looking into a woman. I'm looking into uh, someone who is submissive, you know, she's really obedient. She cooks, she, right. do, she does many things. So yeah. it's something we will discuss on another episode. But what I wanted to say regarding what you have just said about women is that sometimes black women may feel, you know, forgotten on the dating scene or they may, they may feel invisible, like nobody really loves them, nobody is really interested into them. What do you think of that? Have yeah, you heard a, of that? Already? Yeah, definitely. There's a study. There was a study that was done on the um, uh, dating sites mm -hmm. and they saw, um, I don't know how they came to this uh, um, uh, what the algorithm was behind it, okay. but uh, they said that um, the least desirable demographic is the black woman. Mm -hmm. Above the black woman is the Chinese man. Oh. So those are the two least desirable, mm -hmm. not to say that they're undesirable, mm -hmm. but when someone is swiping left and right, very few people are swiping on black women. Okay. So, on is, is it left or right? Oh, I 
It's right. I remember. It's right. Usually it's right. Okay. okay. So if you like when it, it's right. right. You like. Yes. Okay. Good. So, um, unfortunately, that statistic I do feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, you know, especially in society, when you see you know um, positive images of women. Very, very few of those positive images are black women. Mm-hmm. And the very few that are there are the known black women. It's Michelle Obama. It's Beyonce. It's... When I was little, I didn't know that there were women engineers. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be the first woman engineer ever. Yes. Nobody ever told me that there are mathematicians out there working mm-hmm. for NASA that are black women. That are there are engineers out there that are making so many inventions that are black women. Mm-hmm. In IT also. So you don't get to see those, you know, positive images. You get to see um, images of and then there's <laughs> there's the two images of black women. We don't get to have like a spectrum. Mm-hmm. We only have two. Mm-hmm. We have the woman who's always in drama and always needs help and she can't do angry anything black woman, right? the angry black woman trope. And then we get the strong, independent woman who needs no one and nothing. Mm-hmm. These two things are negative. And yep. even though people want to say that, oh no, but she's independent. So this is a positive thing. But with with that trope mm-hmm. means that she can do everything all on her own with no help from mm. no one or nothing. And this we have also internalized. And we are in a crisis of um, mental health because so true. Yes. we don't know how to ask. And even if we do ask, how are you asking for help? Yes. You are a black woman. You are supposed to do everything on your own. You are supposed to be Wonder Woman Mm. and Super Woman and uh, Amazon Woman all wrapped up into one. You're supposed to be able to have the baby on your hip and cook dinner and, you know, make sure that work is okay and Mm -hmm. everything is supposed to run, you know, beautifully. And you're not supposed to ask for help or complain. Please don't complain. We don't want to hear this. Mm-hmm. So, so sad. It's it is, and it's it's uh, it's sometimes it's overpowering mm-hmm. um, when you feel like you are not allowed to ask for help, even though you know you need it. You're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it, but that also seeps into dating, where um, if you have this image of you know um, angry black woman, then I'm not allowed to be anything mm. other than angry black woman. Yeah. Or I am super independent. But if I'm supposed to be independent, then why would I date her? She doesn't need anything from me. Mm. So, And I'm like, but you never said two words to me. You don't even know who I am. Mm. You've already either put me in two categories that I don't want and do not fit me. Yes. So dating for... Um, I mean, dating for everybody is complicated. I can only speak to dating as a black woman. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, Caribbean. <laughs> and then on top of it, like, you know, super, um, super independent, super intelligent. It's, it's, it's 
not easy, it's right? It's not. That's a good way to put it. Yes, it's not easy. But I mean, again, it's not easy for for anybody. But these are the um, images that I see that are put on top of me that I don't even have. Especially in social media, like mm -hmm. when I have a conversation like this, it's easy to break uh, that stereotype. Yes. But on social media, on dating sites, you have not even a second to break the stereotype. There's no way. No. There's no way to break through because you can't say anything, you can't do anything. Just because who reads your bio? Nobody reads your bio, right? They <laughs> so just true. look at the picture. Ah, angry black woman. Okay, Phew. and you're but. Uh, <laughs> yes, like that's, you, that's, that's you not me. Cannot say anything. <laughs> you can't say anything. So it's it's complicated. Yeah. So true. Being the only black man and only man on the set right now, <laughs> what would you want us to know, or how would you want us to approach you? I am an individual. Be curious. Hmm. I think it's that simple. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Be curious. Yes. You're hearing that. I, I feel like you don't even need to think. Like if you want to get to know me, just come and just, you know, start talking to me. I don't know. I feel like sometimes men are like, oh, I think she would be like this or she would be like that. I cannot talk to her. Mm. But you don't know me. Like I haven't had a chance to say anything. Mm. And I want to speak. Yeah. Especially okay. when you're in... Um, uh, social situations. So I, as you know, I love going out. I love. You do. <laughs> I love dancing and I love eating and I love hanging out with friends. And uh, one of the dancing that I love to do is salsa dancing. Now, okay. when oh you didn't know that? I didn't know. Oh okay. <laughs> um, so when um, I'm in New York or if I'm in the Caribbean, I have no problems. Guys come up to me. They ask me to dance. No problem. When I'm in Europe, I find myself on the sideline. Nobody. Hmm. Really? Nobody. I can spend an hour, two hours with beautiful music going on. Guys asking women left and right in front and back of me. They will hmm. go behind me to ask somebody behind me to ask to dance. Okay. And I'm standing there like... Like... What is wrong <laughs> with me? What happened? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to me, the only thing that I can come up with is they already have an idea that either I can't dance or it'll be difficult for to dance with me or, you know, maybe they can't have a conversation with me or whatever or yes. we're not going to have fun. And I'm like, just be curious. Mm. Ask me. It's, it's, it's for me, that's not too much to ask. Find out who I am mm -hmm. before you make, you know, a judgment. Because I don't think any man would appreciate me having prejudgments about them. Yeah. So how are you having prejudgments about me? So true. Thank you. <laughs> we are learning. But you're learning, but you're married. So what are you looking for? Uh, I'm still a man. <laughs> and I've got brothers. I've got friends. You got and brothers. I, told... <laughs> I do. You didn't tell us. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> I'm, 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 still, I'm still being curious. <laughs> no, yeah, so, um, like I said, men, we need to have conversations. Mm -hmm. And we, we do sometimes. 
We talk about football. <laughs> we talk about other things, a lot of other things. And I might not be in the market, but I live with men. Yes. I talk to men. And men are watching, so I asked for myself, but I asked for those who are watching too. <laughs> Thank so that you. We may, we may at least much. know what to, uh, what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, for sharing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, you are married. Are you in a relationship right now, Eleanor? I am not. No. Do you know why? That is a very loaded question question it is um i want to say that i don't exactly know why Mm -hmm. um i have a few ideas that i do not want to accept Mm -hmm. but i um the um one of the the ideas that i don't want to accept is another study that I heard about where um, also uh, an intelligent black woman is the least likely to get married. Mm-hmm. I don't want to accept that. I, I'm like, but I see intelligent, successful black women have beautiful relationships. Yes. So why is this um, study telling me that I can't have that too? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, um, one thing that I don't want to accept. Another thing that I don't want to accept is that, um, men are not looking for black women who are intelligent, who can, you know, stand on their own two feet and, um, you know, that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for uh, someone who's, you know, um, who's not going to um, cause drama at home and who's not going or who's going to cook them a meal every single night and who's going to, you know, um, all the stereotypes of what uh, a wife is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to believe that. Um, I want to believe that, again, we can create a relationship together we can define what the relationship is going to be and in order to find a guy who has that same type of definition of okay i'm going to be my definition of masculine i'm going to accept her definition of feminine and then i'm going to um, 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 create a definition of relationship that we both agree on Mm -hmm that's going to be difficult to find. It's going to be difficult to find somebody who can do the unlearning and then the learning. And um, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm single is because I haven't found that that person, that yet. person yet who understands that there's a process to this, that it's not just, okay, society says that we do this and that's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I, that's not gonna work for me. And I hope to find somebody where that's not going to work for them either. But, I mean, if you have any other ideas, you can let me know. <laughs> I've got nothing to say. Nothing. <laughs> um, I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for, for sharing. sharing that. Thank you for sharing. But you will find, because everything is about hope, as you hope. know. Hope. Yes. We have to hope. I believe that hope 
it's really the basis in your life. This is not like the full foundation, but if you live with that hope, then your life may be very difficult because mm. it's like, you know, it's like you're walking in the darkness. You don't know where you're going. But if you see that light over there and you're like, oh, okay, I hope I will reach that light. And then you will do it. So this is all I wish for you. <laughs> Thank you. You're good. Yes. <laughs> so you'll be fine. You will find. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You, you're a good person. Uh, uh, yeah. You, you'll be fine. But I agree with everything you said. But um, relationships out there and uh, um, I know it's, it's very hard nowadays. Yes. For people to meet mm. and for people to to be that curious as you say and to get to know all of that and to get to have those conversations it is very hard mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like thank god I'm not out there right now <laughs> you can thank him it, it is tough it's very tough uh, but there's hope 